Diagwedagus Vulture, S. Misha Peter, and this is Telltale, our storytelling podcast brought to you by us, createschool.ie. Each weekly episode will feature a story about a different character from Ireland's colourful and interesting past. In this episode, we travel back in time to the shores of Wicklow, as Patrick arrives in Ireland with a follower who would later give the county its name, Montan. Asquelga Kilvonton. Enjoy. The shores of Wicklow have known many travellers over the centuries. Some stayed and some moved on. All of them had their own culture as well as their own unique beliefs and rituals. And some of these were stranger than others. Around 400 AD, Ireland was a very different place. It was divided into roughly 150 different kingdoms called Tuhia. Hey! Yeah? You're on me Tua. Ah, oh, sorry. Little more. Uh, are we? Little more. Um, uh, Each Tuhia had a king, a Thánaiste, noblemen, freemen and druids. Their job was to interpret what the gods were saying. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, hey, what's he saying? Shh. I'm talking to the gods. Oh. Sorry about that, God. Uh, you were saying. Um, mm-hmm. How much? Surely that's a little uh, steep. Mm. Um, okay. What's he saying? Uh, you must give to me 50 sickles, a roast dinner, and a foot massage. What? There were so many gods in Pagan Ireland, it was hard to keep track. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Name That God! Lug was the god of harvest and light. Anya was the goddess of summer and wealth. And Sonia was the goddess of Playstations and Xboxes. Just kidding. Meanwhile, the Roman Empire had spread throughout most of Europe. And they had brought with them their own religion, Christianity. Hope this thing doesn't catch on. These things weigh a ton. Hey, get it back at the work. Ireland was not part of the Roman Empire and therefore not Christian. This bothered Pope Celestine. Hey, what's that yellow place? Oh, that's Hibernia, sir. Full of pagans. <laughs> we'll see about that. In 431 AD, the Pope sent Palladius to try and set up a mission in Wicklow. But the King of Leinster had something to say about that. I order you to leave this island. <laughs> yeah, you and what army? That one. Uh, ciao. It wasn't until later that century that Christianity really made its mark on Ireland with the arrival of St. Patrick. Yep, he's the guy who drove the snakes out of Ireland. Hop in the back there, lads. Now, when St. Patrick arrived in Wicklow with a band of loyal disciples, the locals greeted them in a not-so-friendly manner. Oh, look, a welcome party. What are you looking at? I don't think that's a welcoming party. Ow! Is it bad? No, no. Oi, beardy, toothless, get lost. Go on. 
Toothless. That's not actually a bad nickname. Monton the Toothless One. Despite a rather rocky start, Patrick and Monthon persevered and successfully began spreading the word of God throughout Ireland. Patrick used all his charm and charisma to help convert the pagans. It's true that Patrick was instrumental in bringing Christianity to Ireland, but it was Monthon who would become the hero of one region in particular. Nice of you to join us, Monton. Sorry, my rooster never went off. We just finished dividing up the territories. You get this one. Isn't that the place where Palladius landed? It is. And where I lost my tooth? It is, but I have every confidence you'll win them over. And he did. In fact, they would even go on to name their region after him. The Irish for Wicklow is Kilwanthon which translates as the Church of the Toothless One. Shinai. Thanks for listening, and remember to get in touch via createschool.ie if you have any suggestions or comments. On the website you'll find links to our social channels and information on the creative digital media arts and music courses and workshops that we offer. We can help you learn skills so that you can create your own podcasts and more. Slán!